0: Welcome to Calvary Revival Church Podcast, where we exist to know God, live generously, discover purpose, and make a difference. Wherever you are listening from, our desire is for this practical teaching to make a difference in your personal life and in the lives of the people and community around you. And now, let's prepare ourselves for an uplifting experience.
1: So, today's going to be fun. We're going we're gonna to talk a little bit about... Um... The old things we're gonna we're gonna think inside the box so listen get your Bibles out and uh, turn to uh, John chapter 15 uh, verses 1 and uh, we're super excited about the opportunity to just have a conversation today you know what I mean it's, it's our anniversary month and so God's been good to us and we're not gonna like rob ourselves of the fact to celebrate like his goodness all all month long and so um Baby, you want to start start us out? out. Yeah, yeah.
2: So we're in John 15. I'm reading from the ESV version, starting with verse 1. It says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine. By this, my father is glorified, that you may bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples.
1: Verse 9 says, as the father has loved me, so I have loved you. So now remain in me, in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my father's commands and remain in his love. Verse 11 says, I have told you this so that you may, my joy may be complete in you and that my joy would be finished. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friend. You are my friends, and if you do what I command, I no longer call you servants because a servant doesn't know what his master's business is. Instead, I have called you friends for everything that I have learned from my father, I have made known to you. You do not choose me. You didn't choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. This is the command. You love each other. Lord, thank you for your word. Teach us how to to remain in you and think inside the box. Because, Lord, there's some things that we've learned um, through constraints, through difficulties, through through restraints and frustrations uh, that have challenged us to grow. And so as a house, that you want to do a new thing in us with a new heart for a new season. Equip us, Father, for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Wifey, how do you feel about uh, this this announcement that, that uh, we're going to be succeeding, um, Bishop and Pastor Janine, as uh, the lead house has been for you the last week or so?
2: Yeah, well, I, I told First Service, you know, it, it was... Not crazy because unexpected or that we haven't been serving for a while. When I think, when you say Bishop and Pastor Jean, I also think mom and dad. So I think as a young girl, I've just seen the faithfulness. I've seen what it means to carry the burden of serving people, of serving, you know, your community. And I joked for a service. I was like, I told the Lord, like, yeah, you know, I don't want to marry a preacher. I'd rather... You know, you can go ahead and give that to somebody else. And like the verse just said, he said, I chose you. You did not choose me. And God sometimes is like, look, I chose this but for you. But did you choose me, though? I didn't choose you, per se, at first. But because Eventually. God chose me, then I chose you. You Word. know, I went that way first. I got you. But, but you're always in there. Let me bring this back. Let me start over.
1: I was remaining in him.
2: I was outside of him. I was outside the box. I needed to get back in the box. And then I found you. I was in him. But it was, you know, it's funny how God wants you, um, you allow yourself uh, to yield to him um, and to his word. And then he just, what he did was open my eyes to a part of myself that I did not see could flourish in a position like that is mean in serving people and in doing so that's when yeah i saw the significance of this amazing man right here and and what we could do together as partners Mm -hmm. in ministry and so that's what excites me is because i always saw my parents as partners you know it was like a a friendship a partnership um and loving one another through it all. And and then, so that erased all the fear of feeling inadequate. Because sometimes it can just seem like, man, this assignment is so big. You know, who am I? And God was like, but I already, I, I chose you and the route and how we're going to do this. And there's some things in me, if you abide in me in that, that I want to I wanna do through you. So um, I'm excited to see what the Lord wants to do and how to build on this foundation that's already been set. Right. You know, to come in 32 years and to, to build more um, yeah. is exciting. And then for me, being a daughter out of four sons, to be like, you know, to carry on more with my brothers is pretty remarkable to me. Uh, feeling almost the unlikely candidate <laughs> <laughs> for this, for, for for what he's asked us to do. Yeah. But but I trust him. Mm-hmm. And and the leadership of this house has helped me to trust the Lord and his faithfulness. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I I... I agreed to the call like I I'm like, okay, Lord, this is what we're gonna do. Let's go for it. So we're in the wilderness when we when we figured all this out, this came to be and yeah. in the midst. The wilderness was the pandemic, let me say it that way. That's how it was. We were like, it's crazy out here, but it's Lord, we're ready for
1: all it. All right, we got it. Yeah, yeah, I was telling and thank you all so much for your prayers and just your kind words and yeah. Instagram it's messages and everywhere. We've been getting so much love. And we're so grateful for this incredible, loving church. You know what I mean? Like, you all are like, <laughs> y'all are, people come here, they be like, man, we just feel so, like, welcome. Yeah. like, you know, and that, that's an attribute of our leaders. But, um, but, but you all are the ones that live that out. And so we, we felt that so much. So thank you all so much. I, I remember, like, 13 years old. February 2nd, 1997, Little Creek Road. Pastor Mark was preaching. And uh, shout-outs to Pastor Mark Lawrence and Don Lawrence. Kind of established like the first youth pastors here um, years ago. Years ago. Um, And I remember I gave my heart to the Lord. And then, um, you know, I've shared before when, you know, felt like God had a call on my life and what to do. I remember we were, it 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 was here, but it was before all this construction was done. And so I remember I was walking through the, just like, foyer right over there and bishop walked past me he was like hey preacher and i was 17 and i didn't even know he knew my name and i was like dang and you know it was crazy two weeks prior to that that's when i felt god speak to my heart about that i'll be pastoring and i was like number one i'm not crazy i actually heard jesus talk to me so that was the first thing but then two my leader affirmed it in me and then so we started he started mentoring me he and pastor janine I always tell y'all, they like did the arranged marriage situation with us. You know what I'm saying? Like
2: Mom was the official arranger. Pastor
1: Janine, y'all. Pastor Janine, Pastor, y'all. Mom Pastor
2: was the Janine. only
1: one that didn't give up She's on the only David.
2: one that didn't give up, y'all. He was literally
1: the only one. you Yeah, Bishop he, told me he, was he like, said, David, you know, nah, I don't brother, really know. Like, I, I think you may, you know, yeah, it's kind of crazy out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Pastor, Pastor Janine was like. I remember I went to her, and she was like, David, you just you just got to understand God's voice and everything. I, I was just thinking, okay, this is what my pastor said. And I was like, wait, or is that my mother, future mother-in-law, trying to, like, work this situation out? I don't know. Um, check it out, though, for real, though. Like, I remember one time, like, I was in this moment, like, I, I can't believe I sound so stupid saying this, but I, like, okay, I, went, <laughs> I went to, uh, it was 0304. And I was with Pastor Jeanine and Dr. Marion Brown um, was, was here. And if you don't know Dr. Marion Brown, she's like a mother, uh, uh, like a grandmother here. And uh, I went up there. And she said, David, you need to go talk with her. So I was like, okay, cool. So I walked in there. And I felt all like, I was like, you know, the Lord's just uh, doing this deep work in me. And I was like, you know, because I'm trying to be like, you know, these are people I've looked up. These are like legends. You know what I mean? These are, these are like the goats. And so... She just looked at me straight. And she's super, super prophetic. Like she just have everybody. I, I, I'm not, I, I've always propped up Pastor Clayton. I remember one time Pastor Clayton was right over there on the face. Like, because Dr. Marion Brown had just hit him with a word. And I remember, I remember Dr. Chan being over there, like on his face. I remember Bishop Patadine on his face as Dr. Marion Brown carries that kind of anointing. And she said something to me. She said, David, she didn't know me. She said, David, Lydia doesn't recognize you as her husband because you're not that man yet she said until you get your identity solid your stability emotional stability and you mature you'll never be the person that God wants you to be for her and I was like the one Lydia was out there wilding and I was like in here with y'all so I was like you can't go to her and like hit her with that you know what I'm saying? So I'm like on the in impassionese office. I'm like on my face crying. She's like praying, casting out stuff from ten years ago. I get I don't know. It was crazy. And uh, and we got a bunch of other experiences like that. You know what I'm saying? God's been God has kept us and remained. We've He's He's we've remained in Him and He's kept us. You it's know. The word. And uh, yeah. I remember you know eventually you know we we. You know, God worked it out. We got married. And, like, a month after that, it was in 07, so this is October 07, I get a text. We were still out on our sabbatical from being married. And uh, Bishop texts me, and he's like, um, do you want to succeed me, or do you want to go out and, you know, do a CRC in another state, another location? And and the deal was prior to that, like, from 17 to about 24 In my mind, I always thought like if we got together, we would go out to to DC or we would go to Atlanta or we would go somewhere in Texas or something like that. Like I thought that's what was gonna be the, the plan. So when Bishop hit me with that, I was like, what? Like I literally had never conceived that that would be something that would even be open for us. You know what I mean? So we would be like, once we started dating six years later, after all that, like when we started dating, we would go places and we'd be like man what about here and you know what do you think here and we would, we would have those conversations so so from 07 to 2020 it has been a process you know what I be mean? because we, we we weren't sure all the time and then you know we, there was a lot of things that have happened you know a lot of leaders coming and going and so we're just in here just like Lord, whatever you ask us to do, we're going to do it. Whatever our, our pastors ask of us, we'll do it. And so for those 20 years, like, we just did what we were we asked remained. to do. We remained. We remain. There's a couple of times I almost didn't, though. I can't even front because I was like, man, I don't know. This is work here, you know what I mean? Because I, I would never want to do anything that would dishonor the leadership that was here and just the the foundation that's been laid. And I used to, I was challenged with that. I want to talk to some people that you're unorthodox or you don't, you're kind of a, you, you think things differently you're not you're not kind of the norm yo this is for you this place is yes. for you specifically because listen bishop and pastor janine from all the stories that i've heard and from everything that i've been told that they were the pioneers and they were different for this region back in 1989 back in 1990 yes. and so if they if they uh, kind of reduced themselves to what was before then we y'all literally would not be here right now But they trusted God, decided to think inside the box, and the things that got them to this this place, they continued in those things. And sure, there were different practices that were different. Sure, there were different um, um, people that were needed. There were different partnerships, as Bishop Green said, were different. But, um, you know, in the the, uh, pandemic, you know, right at the very, very beginning, Bishop was like, hey, David, Lydia, I think the Lord spoke to me. And, uh, you know, I think this is what we're supposed to do you guys want okay. to do it. And we were like, I don't know, yo. because I, I Yeah, because I hadn't, I, I, honestly, I hadn't had, like, a specific word from God, like, all this time. Because people, people come up to us and, like, oh, y'all the next ones. And we're like, I listened to it, but I'm like, look, God ain't spoke to me yet. And, and, and Pastor Needs knows this about me. If God ain't said it, I ain't doing it. And and that's nothing deep. That's just like, I'm trying to do what he wants me to do. And if if you're in it, cool. If you're not in it, I don't want it. You know what I mean? And I remember um, I was reading Joshua chapter 1 just in my devotional. And it said, Moses' servant is dead. And then he he goes down. So Joshua, take over the leadership, and he said, I'm going to prosper you. I'm going to give you success. Meditate on my law day and night, and I'll give you the, the success that you need go to the east, the west, the north, the south. I'll give you all of it, but don't let this law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it. Keep my law. Be strong and courageous and go. And I remember like, I read that and I was like, man, that's nice and kept going. (laughs) Like, I didn't think anything of it.
2: And I was doing yard work and that scripture came to my mind and I was like, Okay, Lord, I was like, "Well, I don't, I don't want to just jump out there and share this with David. Let me wait a little bit." And it was in our time we were talking in our garage, and he brings it up, and then that's when the Lord was like, "I told you already to share this." And that's when I shared yeah, specifically shared the shared same, it. the same word. And and what I told David was it was at the beginning of the pandemic, and I said, "You know, there's a wilderness anointing that you're going to need to have." He said, "There's some things happening around us and." you know, people with we losing loved ones. And I was like, and they're in this transition time. The Lord says to be strong and be very courageous. And he kept repeating that. Yeah. And you're going to need to have an understanding and, and be confident in what God's called you to do. Because sometimes when you're in the wilderness, you don't see it. Yeah. And you just huh. have to trailblaze a new path and you have to know the word of God for yourself. So even if your bishop says, hey, do you want this? You've got to have a word from God. And then that, with the leadership of your your pastors and the people over us, and so we. At this prayed. point, I'm on
1: my face, like I'm crying on the floor, and I'm just praying Lydia, over Lydia's David, and that. the
2: Lord is saying things. And the crazy <laughs> thing
1: was, so Pastor Janine, the same night, she didn't even know, she didn't even know this was all going on. She said, "David, I was watching the Ten Commandments, the you know the old was it Charleston Heston? Is that him? Yeah, it's Charleston Heston, the old old joint." And she was like, she had watched it that same day. And at the very end of the movie, you know, Moses dies and Joshua comes up and Pastor Dean told us. She said, you know, I, that was you. And, and all of this was happening. So we all, we ca- I called bishop. I said, hey, I said, dad, we're, um, God spoke to us clearly. Let's do it, you know what I mean? And so since then it's been interesting, you know what I mean? Because, yeah. uh, you know, you get this announcement in the middle of a succession, in the middle of a uh, pandemic. In the pandemic. And what we've realized over these twenty years and, and really the history of our church over the thirty-two years is there's certain things that we learn in constraints. Like that's why we have this box up here. Because y'all, you know, people are like, oh David Luddy, y'all like think outside the box, y'all progressive is like we don't think that. We're just doing what we know to do. It's not anything, you know, we're not trying to go against the grain. You know what I mean? I used to. I can came from, I used to. I know. Remember, I used to come up here. I had, all, it was during the, uh, when we'd have the ordination services and, yes. and, and like we'd be putting in bishops in place and it'd like, be super formal and all of the uh, robes and all that mm-hmm. other stuff. And I was in that joint with a mohawk with some jeans on. And I
2: would just be Right like, there.
1: Okay. With some tattoos. And that like, used to, this used to be you. a bad thing back in the day. And they were, and it was like. I was like, yeah, because I'm going to be me, you know what I mean? And I can still love God in the middle of all of that. And it took, I took some lumps, you know what I mean? People were like, yo, you're wilding. Like, what are you doing? And I was like, man, I love God, man. I love God. I'm trying to be myself. I had to take some lumps, though. So did. I, did, I took the lumps. So y'all with tattoos in here, raise your hand if you got some tattoos. Put your hands up. Cool. Y'all good. Y'all invited? Y'all can stay. I'm going to say, I took all them lumps for y'all. All y'all with <laughs> jeans on right now, I took all them lumps for y'all. So, so uh we can be but here. we
2: learned how to remain.
1: We learned how to and, remain. And she, that tries, is, she got me back on track. I got you like back that. on.
2: That's what I'm here for, though. Yeah.
1: So there's three <laughs> things that we, we're we going to continue to do. Number one is that we're going to abide in him. Yep. We're going to abide in him. Write that down. We're going to abide in him. Um, babe, you, you you shared a little bit about this this whole idea of, of plants. And, and so we, we were learned. talking about the
2: vine and the vine dresser and, and one of the things I wrote down was that... Um, you know, that we're guided by truth, like the vine, and that it informs, and we're connected to the source, who is who's God, who's our source, that it informs everything about us, our, like we talked about our practices yeah. and the way that we love, and oftentimes, you know, I don't know how many of you plant or have plants in your house, you, you might have a broken off piece from your plant, or we talk about the vine, um, but just like the Bible says, we've been grafted into the community of faith, that us sons and daughters of God, just like that Plant, when you graft it back into and connect it to the plant, you receive all the resources that God has for you. Yeah. You receive all the strength and the nourishment that he has for you. So when we abide in him, when we remain in him, even when some things get broken off and we need to put it back together, like the Lord is still faithful to us. Yeah. He's still available to guide us and then bring us back in. Like, all right, we took a little, might've taken a moment right here, but there's so much that he wants to do for mm-hmm. us. And so our big thing is is, remaining in him. Through every circumstance, through everything that's happening around us, don't depart from the ways of the Lord. Don't go look to the left or to the right. Be very strong and courageous and stay connected. And so our big thing here is we talk a lot about connect groups and serving on teams. But that's the way that you stay filled with power and, and in that community and feeling like, you know, affirming who you are yes. as you walk out your faith. You have brothers and sisters yes. that are able to come alongside you and just keep you connected yeah. and keep you close, <sighs> and that's one thing that sustained us for a a yes. large part of these 20 years that we've been serving here yep. is staying connected. And, and the Lord will bring different people in yep. your life at different times. Different times yep. And like I said earlier, mm. it has nothing to do with your age because at every stage of your life, God is connecting you and introducing you to new things that he wants to do in you. Yep. But if you remain in him, that will guide what, where you should be going or who you should be talking to. It, it informs our practices.
1: Yeah, how we abide in Him. And the way that we abide in Him and remain in Him is we, we desperately believe in the power of prayer. Like, y'all, like, we, we're here right now because prayer. We are here because the prayers of of our parents, of our mothers and our fathers, and our you know we, the cloud of witnesses that have gone before yes. us. We are here because they 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 laid this thing out and they bathed this house in prayer. We we came into faith through prayer. We 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 believe in the power of prayer. Now listen, y'all. We we're with all the new stuff. We believe in all that stuff as well. So yeah, we innovated. We gonna think inside the box so that we can reach people outside the box. But listen, none of that happens without the power of prayer. And 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 so if your prayer life is whack right now you will not be able to go into the new season with a new heart like so 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 don't get it twisted like lydia and i we have had to 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 labor in prayer we believe in the power of intercession we believe in the power of of standing in the gap for other people my wife and i we were at this altar when we were 16 and 17 years old praying and I almost feel like that's what the Lord said, hey, y'all going to make it through this through prayer. And right. so when our children were sick and our, and they said y'all's babies are going to die. They're not going to be able to live. We believed in the power of prayer. We saw God work miracles when Lydia was walling out and I didn't even know what was going to happen if, before we were married. And I just I'd go before the Lord and I'd just lift her up and I'd say, "God, I, I pray that her purpose would be found. God, I when I was struggling and I looked like, "Man, I don't know how I'm going to make it through this difficult situation because we've been doing ministry for a long time, like more, more, we've been doing ministry longer than we were, we, we haven't been doing ministry in, the, in our lives. And so we realize, yeah, it gets difficult. It gets hard. Money ain't going to be there. There's going to be people that's going to walk away. There's going to be things that are going to happen. The thing that sustains us is the power of prayer. If you want to be moved into the new thing in your life, you got to get a prayer. I see the word of God can be declared and you can even receive the word, but if you don't allow him to process it in you, in prayer, in your private time, that's why people could come up to us all the time, and say, oh God, God's great things for you, and God wants to do all this, stuff." it's like, oh, it's nice to hear that, but honestly, that they're not with me when I'm facing discouragement from people that aren't with us. They're not with me when the situations aren't working out, and that those are the moments where when you, when you birth this thing in prayer, God brings it about in his time, in his season, the way, so full, full maturity, so that the fruit can be good, we also stand on the word.
2: Yeah. And, and prayer, you know, that is, that's like a bedrock of, of our church. And, yep. and, and Pastor Janine has continued that with intercessory prayer. So for some of you, it's like, hey, you know, prayer may be new for me. If you're new coming here, we have prayer in between service. If you want to get connected to that prayer team, I would, I would encourage you to do so because often what we've seen, and they have miracles and things happening during prayer times. Even today between service, Pastor Janine told me, she said, you didn't know this, but our whole topic was about remaining in him today. So we had already planned this conversation, but that's what happens when you're aligned with prayer and with the word. God's like, I'm going to just make Everything is going to line up. Everything that you hear today and what we're speaking, we're all connected. Yeah. And so I just love it when the Lord does does that for us and we're not even planning it. When we are abiding in him, he's like, I'm going to just blow your mind with stuff. I'm going to make all these things work for your good.
1: That's why I love my brother Rodney. Like, Rodney, we've been in it the same time longer. You know, we've just been in it, you know, up there with y'all's kids, you know, Preaching to them, they give us the dumb face, like the stupid face, like they not listening. We had to give we sweating preaching our, our hearts out. Like, you know, like I don't even know if it's working, but we go in, you know, serving, just servants, folding up chairs, doing things like just in the shadows, being faithful, doing whatever we've been asked to do, and just handling business with almost no money. We just doing stuff. You know, All right, love, Rodney, let's make this 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 literally this fixture. I said, I said <laughs> I said, Rodney, we got to build this box. I drew it out and all this stuff. And he was like, all right. And then he hit me like, we need this. I was like, bro, we don't got that. He's like, all right. I'm going to think inside the box and make it. We have this cool thing. That's literally been the history of our ministry. It's just like working within constraints, being faithful, and allow God to do something we could. And and, and Rodney and I, we pray together, have been for years. We just meet up over here and say, yo, let's let's hold each other up. We encourage each other. You you need that when you're trying to do the will of God in your life. You're going to need people like that. So make sure that you stay connected. And we abide in him. And then the second thing that we do is that we trust in him. him. Trust in him. We, we believe that the Lord sends his word so that we can be built up in the faith. And there have been uh, men and women of God that have graced this platform and, and stood before this sacred desk and declared his word. And I, I think about all the people that have stood on this stage and have declared God's word to his people with power and you name it, they've been here. But but the people that have, have radically changed on, yeah, there's been some people that y'all have heard before and, and, and they have a little bit of clout, but I'm talking about the ones that have labored uh, like like a, a, a Apostle Lockett who, who prayed yes. for us in our marriage and he blessed us and he yeah. said, y'all gonna thrive. He, he was the heal. first person that gave us a thousand dollar check when we were getting married. He gave us a thousand dollars. I was like, what? You gave us a thousand dollars? He, he blessed us. He even—it's crazy—and and and I think about Bishop Hilton, Richard Hilton, who who has 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 prayed for us. Yes. You had your hands laid on us when we all got confirmed. Yeah. And I don't know and,
2: how many of you went through new members class. There may be some old school new members class. We used to have it at the end. We'd come and they would lay hands on you and prophesy. We and so we're, we're gonna bring that back
1: too. We're gonna do a, do a version thing. of we're that, that too. Do that yeah, again. yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Because I think that that really connects you with the vision, not he, not just here, but then in your personal life, the Lord yeah. really affirms some things that maybe you've been thinking or maybe you've been writing down. And, um, and then speaking about trust in him, we talked about just some older memories, you know, mm-hmm. what that showed me too. Do you all remember when we were fighting for land? We wanted to put our church and we were fighting for land. For I was, the people
1: that don't know, maybe you can give a little context. For the
2: people that don't know, there was some land off of uh, Little East. Yeah, yeah, yeah. West, it is West, West Little Creek, and um, at the time I believe we had wanted to put a church there. That's what
1: the church was. Gonna and be. we
2: were going to put our church there. and We really wanted this land, but there were some people around in the neighborhoods that were not very happy about some of these melanated people coming to put a church.
1: White supremacy
2: in their area, and I was probably about. you see
1: the difference between that? See how she said that? See how I said that? That's how we get down. <laughs>
2: I was probably about nine. We say about nine years old or so when that was happening. And I remember th- there's there's a point where this intersection, we see this faith lived out in your church, right, when you come into the house. But then I noticed this way of this faith in action. It yes. takes some activism sometimes to yeah. really see. It's like, yeah. Lord, I know you said this, yeah. but sometimes it's got to take us outside. Like Beyonce says, like right. we've been outside. Right, right. Be outside. Be
1: outside. Be outside. And so
2: we were outside, and I remember that, we won that whole battle but it showed me just mm-hmm. the 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 diligence yes. the mm-hmm. the strength uh, and when you know that God has spoke to you and we ended up using that to build a school yeah. and what it did was for our community to to educate young men and women and be able to provide jobs and yeah. it was a beautiful picture of like you know well, if you don't want us to have this, like God is unlimited. So we're just going to put a school here and we're still going to be able to speak and build. And, and I just saw that vision and the faith that the people of God had here as a young girl to see like, Hey, it's not just coming to church, clapping your hands, but it's going out to your community and making a difference and allowing God to pivot you if needed. So his glory can still be lifted up in all the things that
1: do. And that's been good because we've always done that. So whether it's you know doing building things, properties, those sort of deals, and that's going to continue to happen. We're going to build even more. Y'all. We got we got things that we got to do. We got land that we need to take over so that we can let the glory of God be seen, and people that are far away from God can find hope and trust yes. in Him in a real way. And that's always been the case. That's all we're doing summer homies on Saturday. Make sure y'all come out to that joint. It's going to be amazing. 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. We're going to be blessing people. I was telling this, some of the crew like we used to be out in Portsmouth and. We we do all those festivals out there, and then we go out, and you, Pastor Janine and Bishop, they just be like, all right, get a mic, go up there and preach, and they'd be like, I don't got no mess. I don't got, you know, this was before all this was here, and maybe you'd have to get up there and just stand, like, alright, you better have a word. And that's, that, y'all, we, that's how we were raised. It was like, yo, look, you better have a word, in season, out of season, be ready, so at any point, they'd be like, alright, let's get up in there, go, and it don't matter who it is, where we were, out of neighborhoods, out in the parks, on the block, right here in the house, whatever, you gotta be ready, and that's what God says, because when you trust Him, He gives you a word, and oftentimes, the word isn't so that you can just be blessed by it, praise God it does, but really it's so that it can bless other people. And so we were raised that way. That's why y'all, we struggle sometimes because we're like young OGs because like we're young enough to where we go, what's going on. But y'all like we're about being diligent, being faithful, sticking in the shadows, just doing your thing, not be all out in the front, trying to like see and be visible. like, yo, y'all see me pick up this chair right here. Y'all see me pick, y'all, y'all, see, see, me si- serving. y'all see me serving over here. <laughs> y'all Instagram the joint, like, just serving for the Lord. You know, sorry, just serving for the Lord. Like,
2: like yeah, I don't get that-, that.
1: Like, nah, I'm just like, yo, God said do it, we do it. That's yeah. it. And then we just do it until we're told something to do otherwise. So yo, don't get it twisted. We believe in faithfulness yes. and just doing what has been asked without any reward. Because honestly, the reward comes from the father. Yep. He sees you. Yo, 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 listen. He sees you yes, and he's yes. going to reward you in time. So remain in him and trust him that he'll complete the work that he started in you.
2: And and like you said before, everything in timing. Yeah. And, and that's our third <laughs> point is about moving him. So abide in him, trust in him and move in him. And there's... There's nothing that we want to do outside of God's timing. You know, there's nothing that we would, because apart from him, it says we're nothing. I, I don't want to do anything outside. Literally
1: of zero.
2: <laughs> zero.
1: Oh, I, I was, no, I was, I was, because you used to say
2: that with your teacher. Sorry. I yeah, yeah, that's
1: yeah. What no, 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 no. Sorry. Yeah, we had, I thought, I thought, you know, it was powerful for us to kind of make sense of what happened last week. Bishop Green had a prophetic word for the house about this new season and this new heart. And then he prayed over Lydia and I and he shared all these things. So listen, y'all, like we believe in the power of the spirit, okay? Like, listen. We're we not moving off of that. Like we believe in the power of prophecy. We believe Man. in the power of a word of knowledge. We believe in the gifts of the spirit. We believe that the Lord gives gifts to the church so that he, we can equip the people and then we can go out and do the work of the ministry is what Paul says. And so listen, we believe in those things. You know, those things are not going to change. Yo, know, listen, I remember so many times where somebody, Bishop Hilton came over to me in 2012, right over there in that corner. I was just like, you know, trying to make sense of what we were supposed to do. And he came over to me and he put his hands on me. He laid hands, he started prophesying to me. And and that thing really helped me get to the next stage of what we were supposed to do. I remember there were times where it was difficult and challenging. And so this altar became a place where we would lay those things down to God and affirm his word in in our lives. And people would pray over us. Bishop Hilton told me at my confirmation, he he said, just the same way that Timothy served Paul, that's what you'll do in this house and you'll find your greatness when you serve your Paul. And I knew exactly, I mean, I knew what that meant. I was like, okay, so I'm gonna do whatever, Bishop, whatever you need, it doesn't matter what it is, whatever you need, I'll do whatever's required. And those sort of things is the things that have helped us, the the power of the Spirit of God. I got filled with the Spirit and got my prayer language when I was at home with some teenagers. So we believe in the power of the Spirit so that we can move in Him. We remain in him, we trust in him, and we move in him. So we will, that's worthy of giving God praise. We will, and, listen. Oh, go ahead, go and ahead. I was going to
2: add, you know, to that analogy with the pots. You know, and even as we're seated, we just see different pots, different sizes, mm-hmm. you know, and each hold the capacity needed for mm-hmm. what it has to grow oh, inside just, of there.
1: You didn't say this last time. This is really good already.
2: So, and the Bible says we're each given a measure of faith. So let's, let's just imagine that these mm-hmm. pots represent different faiths. Wow. You know, the capacity of faith that each of us have been given in the house. So and good. so sometimes huh. when God wants to move you, or we say when your garden transplants you, He's got to lift up that that plant. He's got to break up a little bit of that old soil. And what you do is you massage those roots because sometimes your roots can get wrapped all the way around. And what it does is restricts the plant and it mm. cannot grow. And so sometimes you got to trust the Lord and say, okay, you can put me in a bigger pot yeah. and let the word of God and through prayer massage those roots because you cannot grow in this small pot if God has been giving you a vision for this bigger pot. Wow. And so as the Lord speaks to you here, and as we sit under the word and as we pray, there's going to be moments in it. And like I said, it doesn't matter what age you are. Because if you're 60, there's some new things God wants to do Amen. in you. If you're 20 and 18, there's some new things God yes. wants to do in you. But you have to be available and say, "Okay, Lord, I'm listening and I'm available." So what He'll do is He'll He'll increase that faith of yours if you just let Him massage more of His word in you, and then you'll just see fruit. You'll just be able to grow. Yes. But you're you have to know the word of God. The God voice you have to be able to know his voice and my sheep they hear me and they know my voice so you have to be in your word and you have to be surrounded by community and you have to stay connected if you want to grow and produce fruit now if you just want to grow without any fruit then you can do that but if you want to produce something yeah man that will bless your family and your legacy and your lineage yeah man we know that that's something God wants to do here and so we want to be able to grow ourselves also as yep. we grow others yep. in the word and in the faith.
1: Yeah, like, and, and, and you guys just, just to kind of calm some of the concerns, you know, we're only doing what we know how to do. And the only thing we know how to do, I don't know how to preach out of the Quran. I don't know how to use Zen Buddhist techniques to get people to worship Jesus. I don't know how to do those things. I know how to what we know how to do is trust Him, remain in Him and then move in Him. And as we do those things we begin to mature and develop, and we disciple other people. We value leadership, we value reaching the loss, like all those things are, you know, it's gonna look a little bit different. It's gonna look a little bit different, but those, that's our core values. That has what, that's what has brought us to this point. Yeah. And so over the next couple of years, and we're gonna get a little bit more clear, get more time to talk about what that may look like, but our challenge today is that we don't, don't think outside the box, think inside the box. And the things that has kept you and grounded you for some of you all that are new and you're like david i i came here two weeks ago yo this is for you this house is for yeah. you this 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 house is for a place where you can understand these things and grow in these things so that you can realize yo listen in 20 years all your life is going to be crazy you'll be like dang lord like you brought me through all these things and look at my family. Look at my region. Look at, look at what you've allowed me to be a part of. And we want that for you all, for every single person that God has uh, called us to. We want this. Even you that are watching online, our hope is that you step into this, that you think inside the box, that you remain in the box. You, you remain and abide in him. You trust in him so that you can move in him. Amen? Amen. How many people want to be inside the box? <laughs> Come on, let's stand up. Well, you know, if you're here for a moment, and uh, there's, there's two groups of people that I want us to pray for. The first group of people, you may be here, and you say, David, I'm not a follower of Jesus. Um, I haven't committed my life to Christ. In fact, my life right now, I'm living life on my own terms. And, um, but what you're saying, I want to I be a, a person that's fruitful, that can help people, that can bless people. That, that happens through remaining in Jesus, and, and you have that opportunity today. I'm not gonna ask you to, to come up here or pray like we typically would, but I want you to, for a moment, everybody heads bowed, our eyes are closed. If you're here and you're saying, David, like, I wanna receive Jesus to be the center of my life. I want him to plant me so that, you know, the things that I ran away from, or the wickedness, or the, even some of the stuff that I've tried to live life on my own terms, and it really hasn't worked out. If that's you and you're saying, David, I want to surrender my life to Jesus Christ today. If that's you, on the count of three, I want you to raise your hand. One, two, three. I see you, sis. I see you, bro. Those of you that are online, you can do this too. We see you. I'm going to pray for you. And my prayer today is is simply that you would just remain in him, that you be hipped and joined to the Father through his son, Jesus. And it's, it's nothing magical. It's just simply just asking Jesus to to come into your life and, and you give him full control that you make him the center of your life. So right there, you can pray a simple prayer. Why don't you all repeat this prayer and say, Lord Jesus, I need you. I wanna be planted in you. I admit my sin, I confess that I've got it wrong and I want to receive the forgiveness that you have for me. I believe you died on a cross and I believe you rose again. Become my Lord and become my savior. Teach me how to remain in you. And the second group of people we wanna pray for is, is for those of us to say, you know what, I wanna live inside the box. I wanna thrive and, and flourish inside the box. And you're saying, maybe there's some things that, you know, I realize I need to let God, go a little bit deeper in some of these things, these mentalities, this way of thinking, maybe my disciplines of my prayer life, or I need to get connected. I hear y'all talking all this stuff, but I, I need to get connected. That's you. I wonder if you would just raise your hand, and, and I'm putting my hand up for that group, because that's me. I say, Lord, would you teach me how to think inside the box to what it is that you called me to do? Abide in you, trust in you, move in you.
2: Thank you, Lord. We thank you for our hands raised. We thank you for hearts that are open to hear from you, that are open to be moved by you, not to be moved by words of men or women, but to be moved only by you and by your spirit. We thank you, Lord, that you've taught us today what it means to abide in you, to remain in you, that you are the vine that connects us. You are the source that connects us, God, to all that you have for us in our lives. Help us to remain in you, to continue to trust in you for the things that we're praying for. I pray that we will continue to pray those things. We'll continue to cry out to to you that we won't give up because we haven't seen it. But there's a faith in the unseen, God. God. Connect our faith, God, with what you see. Lord, I thank you that you've given us this time to just go through the word together as a church remembering the things that brought us here, the things Mm. that have kept us here, the things Mm. that have sustained us, Lord. And we thank you for what you're going to do in the future and what is to come. Move us only in your spirit. Yes. We will not look to the left or to the right. We will stay strong and courageous in you. To God be the glory forever and ever and ever. Amen.
1: In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, make some noise for the Lord.
0: Thank you for joining us today. If you said that prayer and accepted Jesus into your heart, it's the best decision you could ever make. We want to celebrate with you, and we have some tools to help you on your journey. Just text JESUS to 48074. To find out more about Calvary Revival Church, text GUEST to 48074. Be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Thanks for listening. Now go out and make
1: a difference.